0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. This is the Material Podcast, episode number 311, which also happens to be the name of my husband's favorite band. I am Florence Ion, and I'm joined here by my co-host, Andy Anatko. Hi, Hello. Andy.
1: Hello, Flo. <laughs> uh, uh, yes, it's like, we, it, it yeah,
0: is. Yeah, we, we always it, sigh at the beginning of this episode these days because well, that's...
1: Well, because, see, we used to record at one, and we used to be, like, That's high why, energy. That's why, too. And now this, this, we're, this is both a, a end-of-day relaxation, and then I cannot believe the stuff that we went through today. Well,
0: <laughs> there was some good stuff that happened oh, this week so far. Okay, like, full disclosure, you know, Andy and I have had to cover Apple stuff this week. So <laughs> when Apple stuff happens, um, you know, people tend to pay a little more attention to Apple stuff so it's usually a little more hands on deck when you're reading your favorite tech blogs yeah, so it's and, been a really busy week and, 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 and it's only a, Wednesday
1: and there's a lot of people being like insufferable on both sides like this is we're, we're not going to make this into a like a whole like story this week but it's like a lot it's this is a good like emotional maturity test that when you find out that uh, the version of of the iPhone OS that's releasing in September and October is oh going to get is going to get a feature that you've seen and enjoyed on Android for a long time. Oh do you god. do you react by a being vi- saying, "Oh my god, you're going to love that feature! It's so useful. I'm so happy for you that your phone is going to get this feature," or you're going to be. And yeah, well, I mean, a few people. Then we had that three or four years ago. As a matter of fact, I mean, you, you've you've had. It's like no, it's it's okay to be happy for other people. It's there's okay. no there's nobody. Sure. you're not you're not winning anything. Not there there's no Jorge, Jorge Constantine McGoogle who will then give you a check and a and a, and a muffin for five thousand $5, dollars saying well, thank there, you there, so there, much for for defending the honor of Google by insulting people. There might
0: be somebody who does that. Have you not seen the team Pixel hashtag? But Um, In all (laughs) sincerity, uh, you know, I did a little bit of that in the live blog because, you know, live blog is reactionary and you kind of do it because it just comes out of you. You know, it you know, it'll get the people psyched up. But uh, then I had a little bit of time to settle and we actually will talk about one of the sort of revelations that I had (laughs) this week because of a announcement that Apple made that is going to actually benefit um, Android users and Windows users as well. Yes. And we'll talk about that. Um, but we're not going to talk about that right now. Instead, we're going to mention... So today the Android 12 Beta 2 came out, and I updated it, and um, I have really nothing to say about it except that I'm trying to figure out how the heck to get any of the mock-ups that I've seen going around. I feel like I just, I'm seeing all these pictures of like the widgets, the clock widgets and all of this stuff. And I have no idea how to make any of this stuff like (laughs) show up. I'm having a hard time really understanding like what is, yeah, Android 12 beta 2, 9 to 5 Google and uh, wallpaper-based material U-color themes have arrived. So how do I?
1: Yeah, see, that, that's thats the thing about the beta is that you, you see these videos on YouTube in which someone has spent a long time figuring out how to trigger these things and also how to use them in such a way that it's obvious how they work. And you think that, oh, wow, I really want that feature eight months early. But then it's like such a subtle thing. And it crashes, or you just don't know. Do, do I have a do, do I need to have a developer preview, or do I need to have a, a one of the public betas? Or yeah, that's it's dis- okay. It's disappointing. This is why I don't. So get this into is
0: that. so. Um, I'm sorry. We're gonna do a video thing, and we're gonna have to try and explain it to you. But I'm showing Andy my wallpaper. Okay,
1: I see your wallpaper. The camera.
0: So you see how the wallpaper it it tinges blue, but there's a lot of pinks and purples in yep. there, right? Okay. I'm reading this 9to5Google article that apparently it will have populated on its own, so I dragged down the notification shade. Previously, I had a very stark purple, like maroon color as the chosen theme color in the first beta. All right, let's give this camera a second. I don't know if you're going to be able to see this, okay. but it's, it's this blue. Do yeah, you like see an egg, skyish like an, blue? Like an,
1: like an eggshell sky blue, very light.
0: Okay, you can see that. Good job, Logitech. Hmm, not bad. <laughs> That's that's the extent of it. So, that's it. I guess <laughs> we're gonna have to wait two more versions.
1: Yeah, the, the, and that really wasn't worth. <laughs> that, that, wasn't, that wasn't worth like all the risk to like having an operable phone. Unfortunately, I, well, only, have, I not, only have one. I only have one phone at my no. house that can run the beta. And I, I one of those one of those romantic fools who actually likes Android and likes to have an operational phone. So yeah,
0: right. Uh, I also, well, I,
1: I also understand that the uh, like the ripple effect decided they, they decided to remove that for a transition because too many people thought that it was a bug that the, uh, oh, that the I screen remember was, the was jacking up or something. Yeah, uh,
0: this. Yeah, listen, a beta is a beta, it, but I got to tell you, since I've been forced to cover Apple,
1: <laughs> by it's way not bad it's, it's not it's it's not a sentence. You're doing fine. It's it's it can be fun.
0: I got to tell you, I spent years resisting this and then you, you, but you, you have to do it. You have to just kind of cover everything, but I really do have to get like back checked on things because I'm so (laughs) out of the loop. There's so many things that, um, yeah. Anyway, that's, let's move on to another Android entity, shall we? So I actually got in um, a piece of kit, it last week that I'm setting up this week in preparation for a review. It's very related to our audience. And it's here. It is the Acer Chromebook Spin Ooh. 713. Look, I even left the plastic. Exactly. Yeah. I don't take the plastic off until it goes into uh, photography. So and actually, this won't be leaving the house because I'm afraid something's going to happen <laughs> to it. But I'm excited. This is Acer's flagship Chromebook. This has a core i5 in it, but it's the are they calling it this the eco oh the evo excuse me the intel evo um, processor it flips backwards into a tablet it has a wealth of ports two usbc and HDMI port so i'm going to try and use this as a as a you know connect it to my little desktop situation that i have here and see how it works it's got a usb uh a port on one side a micro sd slot it's
1: <laughs> it's a thing, man.
0: Yeah, you know, it's been kind of hard because I haven't been using Chromebook every day like I used to with the with the Pixelbook. And um but at the same time I'm excited to kind of like get get back into it, <laughs> see if there's anything that'll change my mind. I'm sort of hoping that the presence of the ports that I need to hook it up to my desktop situation where I have like my monitor and everything. That's what Mm -hmm. I really want to try just for the sake of it. Um, I also am really trying hard to find, and maybe any listeners out there could tweet me if they have any ideas of any like games that have been reprised in the play store that work with controllers. So for instance, I downloaded star Wars KOTOR uh, nice of the Old Republic, which is a um, very, it was a very popular title in the 2000s when it came out. Like, okay. um, and, I'm sorry, yeah.
1: I, I heard I heard couture, as in couture, like bespoke, yeah. bespoke handmade fashion set in the, in the Star Trek <sighs> the Star Sorry, Wars I was Universe. using
0: the acronym, which I'm okay. so, <laughs> yeah, from like internet forums back in the day. I like got used to calling it couture, right? And that's how they, I think that's how they wrote it out in PC Gamer back when I was still reading the magazine. But anyway... Um, I'm trying to see what I can do with this Chromebook that I didn't really try and do with my Pixelbook. And I think gaming, which again, we're going to talk about like in our next little news story coming up regarding Stadia. (laughs) I think gaming is a thing that I now really have to consider as I'm testing these Chromebooks, which is never a thing I thought I would say.
1: Yeah, well, no, it's, it's interesting. I mean, it's definitely I, I never really thought of the Chromebook as a gaming platform. But I suppose that's one of the things that you could, that's, that's one of the advantages of how the how the thing works. All it is, is a web browser and a very, very full featured one. So long as well, not connect, just
0: the web browser, because, well, you're referring to Stadia again, working, and, and working also the
1: controller, right?
0: Yeah, and Steam link is on there and then right. Xbox is as well. But I'm I'm referring to like the native Android games that exist because I'm still uh, okay. paying for the Play Pass, by the way. <laughs> so I was originally paying $2 a month, now I'm paying $5 a month because I'm past the promo. And so I wanna see like what games am I paying for? Yeah. Because a lot of the stuff right now is unlocking content for Mona. Okay. The whole play pass thing. Yeah, it's great. They have so much kid stuff. But, an, but Android you... apps
1: on Chrome, it's like terrible. It's it's like it's like taking a drink of, of, of pouring yourself a, a, a diet coke from a from a brand new two liter bottle, and it tastes awful. And you take three four sips, wondering if like the ice is dirty or something like that, before you look at the bottle and you realize that the bottle that you just bought today, like expired in like August of twenty twenty, and that's why it tastes horrible. That's wow. what the experience of running Android apps on Chrome is like. it's, wow. it's sort of the experience, but it's. Not so much that you would actually want to repeat it.
0: Yeah, I know, which is why I want to try some other things and see. I've already, I already can see the, you know, the Mona, the kids situation. I had her like play with some kids games There's some interactive books that are available through that play pass that you can download. And so it's much nicer on the bigger, like it's a 14-inch screen. It's this nice big, you know, square monitor that she can like touch and tap out. It's way easier for her to tap on than a small phone screen. So I know that the kid situation is not how a lot of people are using these things. But obviously, they tell you to write about what you know. And what I know right now is that I'm a new parent. (laughs) <laughs> with these new use cases so that's what i'm kind of i don't know, just wanted to share some of my thinking around how i'm gonna okay. try and tackle this review
1: no that's a that's, that's yeah. a good point of view that's that's, that's not what i instantly <laughs> think about when i think about the chromebook, i know i so, didn't yeah, so i'd
0: read anything i wrote on the chromebook before i got pregnant and <laughs> in all sincerity yeah it is remarkable how much the stuff like anyway <laughs> well Andy, I what have, have you I, got going on yeah like I, get... I have
1: some maybe some news about uh the, the infamous uh chain link fence removal filter for google photos that
0: oh is uh, it in the locked folder uh,
1: maybe i it's if it's still there it's locked this is this is the feature that got lots of oohs and ah's at google io like four years ago 20 five years ago? 2015
0: 2015
1: it was a, co- 2016 it was a couple 2016 or 15 it was a, it was at least one ceo ago so and oh, has Cornell, not been heard, I see, not been heard, not been heard from since. And I, th- uh, so I, I, think I might have at least gotten a clue as to what happened to it because I wound up like in like research paper, like Twitter, <laughs> and found and found a research paper. I hate that it when got, that happens. <laughs> yeah, well, well, just like when you start. Oh, that's at kind least of you're researching
0: thing. stuff related to like what you cover versus me, and I bring up cults right. on on uh, this week in tech and Leo and everybody on the panel is like, why are we all of a sudden talking about Colts? <laughs> oh, flow is here at the intersection of Colts and technology. Okay. Sorry. Continue Andy. <laughs>
1: uh, so, so, so I came across this research paper from uh, Cornell university in uh, 2020 uh, on the subject of computer vision and pattern recognition the paper's called learning to see through In- obstructions that demonstrates uh, a technique for removing chain link fences and other obstructions from the foreground of photos and it 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 it, it let it sheds some light on this because
0: I love this that you found this Andy yeah. actually I just want to like DM it It's
1: well it's okay but okay but it it might be hey, it, it might team. be disappointing <laughs> It might be disappointing because it might also explain why it wasn't all that. it. Maybe it wasn't all it was cracked up to be. We we're hoping for it. Hey, look, I took a picture of like my of my kid like at uh, playing baseball, but I was behind the fence and there's the pick. I really wish that fence were gone. And maybe it doesn't work on still photos because this paper, which demonstrates it work and there's a video associated with it that demonstrates it working kind of perfectly. It works on video. And it makes sense if you think about it because if you're if you're shooting video, like your camera is kind of like moving a little bit left, right, up and down. So that means that the the chain link fence, its position relative to whatever it's obstructing behind it is also going to be moving around and revealing stuff that's behind it just by virtue of in that those 10 or 15 seconds, you're kind of moving the camera. Yeah. And so
0: that makes so much sense. That would be a lot easier for an AI to parse than a still photo because there's nothing to fill in the blanks.
1: Yeah. And so and so that's that would be cool. I mean it would be cool if you cuz it's not unheard of that people are shooting video of their kids playing and now that you've got like 4K 60fps uh, almost right, as like table every, stakes. So that yeah. also works. The other the other cool thing about this paper though is that it does it works in they they demonstrated it also working for things like hey you're shooting video or you're taking a picture like through a, a hotel window at night and so a lot of this thing is just a reflection of the window. Uh, And so it can also work the same way with reflection. Then they went for like the bonus bonus points and they showed, uh, uh, it's not simply that they're removing what's in the foreground, they're separating the foreground from the background. So as a result they have now whatever is that reflection that is not the background and then they can enhance that. And so you see what was once, Oh, you see sort of like a hotel lamp and you can maybe see part of like the hotel desk behind it. But mostly you see this parking lot Mm. and this, these kids doing donuts like in the parking lot. Now you see almost uh, like a 80% great picture of the entirety of the hotel room because it was able to extract all of that from the reflection. And that's, uh, I won't say it's creepy, but it does. It does come. It does bring to mind the fact that my God, there's uh, algorithmically you can't place any bets on what cannot be done to take a totally useless image and turn it into a useful one. Like I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm suddenly remembering I got I I bought like a really cute teapot. Like for from for, for my nightstand, mm-hmm. and <laughs> took a, and took a picture of it, and like utility
0: oh, and uh, trinket <laughs> exactly. It, it,
1: it's, well, be, because my 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 morning tea ritual became yes, a lot yes. more a lot more precious, and oh, now I want to steep it in a teapot. and I want to pour the okay, whatever as, but, as you should. But but it was it was a really cute teapot, not fussy, but it was a very it was a very manly without being overly manly about it teapot. Yeah, I'm unapologetic. Sure. Uh, so, uh, but. Uh, but reflect out of reflex, and like I, again, I was fully clothed when I took this picture of this teapot, but I realized that okay, well, it's a shiny like porcelain surface so it's probably going to be showing reflections of the room and i couldn't see any anything that was in that reflection that would be like embarrassing but it's not as though i cleaned up my entire bedroom before i took this picture so i i couldn't i couldn't help myself i had to bring it into photoshop and like put this like dot pattern filter over it Mm -hmm. so that it looked like it was just like i'm using a really stylized effect but really what what i was doing is making sure that yes but what if someone is just like really bored and they said hey there's reflections there i wonder if there's anything interesting in that image and they decided to do the blade runner in rotate 12 degrees push in left hold it there magnified 10 7 hold it there give me hard copy i wouldn't i do not want that happening and so now we're getting we're we're in that same thing where imagine like uh, here's a here's a better example like imagine imagine that this worked on still pictures not just not video but imagine that You've got this picture from 30, 40, 50 years ago. That's just a regular like four by six print that was in your grandmother's like shoebox in a closet somewhere. And it is like she was taking a picture of like the kids playing in the backyard. But you realize that somewhere encoded in that reflection is here is exactly what the living room looked like in 1983. Would you not want to pull that (sighs) image and see what the living room looked like? Because the, 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 the this is, is something say...
0: that if you asked my husband, he would say, yes, absolutely. I yeah. would want that. And that I'd want you to render it for me in 3D so I can relive it.
1: <laughs> yep. That's well, there, there's these are a lot of questions that we're kind of asking ourselves now. See, now that uh, uh, another another thing that uh, Apple's really heavy on AR. Everyone's heavy on AR, but Apple seems to think it's going to happen a lot sooner than anybody else does. So they imagine having a really cool, which capture is tool.
0: wild because Google just killed an AR measuring tool this week. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, go ahead. No, no, continue. but
1: but like uh, imagine if it like becomes that easy to if I, if I've got uh, my iPad or a phone that has lidar on it uh, and like you know time of flight sensor on it and I could just simply why not just take like a capture of the entire room just like I'm in a photosphere sort of thing but now it's like yeah. 3D photosphere. And maybe 20, 30 years from now, I will be very interested to see here is what like our first house looked like inside the living room. Yeah. I, just, I mean, some so of I have to admit some of my favorite pictures are, you know, you, you get it, you get a camera into test or a phone into test. You get it out of the box. You get it charged up. The first thing you do is just hold it up and take a picture. Oddly enough, some of my favorite pictures from like 10, 15 years ago are just, wow, that is what my office looked like, <laughs> like, you know, during, during the GW Bush administration. And I mean, I, I have I, a
0: picture with this Sailor Moon poster behind me from when I was like twelve, no, thirteen, and then also Sailor or and uh, Sync posters also. <laughs> so you know, but in all sincerity, it is you know. Ugh. I I don't want to say anymore because I don't want us to get super into it because we have to move on, right? God, there's so much to talk about this. Been, can I, uh, can,
1: can I can, before we go, uh, we, before we go, I do have to say that now I, I forgot to put in a link to uh, like that research paper. Cause I want to make sure I quoted like the, the quoted it properly. Okay. And uh, cause I, th- I thought it was, I thought it was my bookmarks and suddenly, so I'm quickly doing like searches while you're doing like the intro. And I, I thought, see, I was thinking analytically, I was thinking, okay, it's going to, it's a graphical algorithm. It's for removing uh, obstructions in the subject that you want. So graphic removal, obstruction. And suddenly I'm looking at like page after page of like, of like, here's photos of like obstructions being removed from bowels. And <laughs> here's something, here here's what was obstructing the bile duct. Like, oh, I don't want to see it. I don't want to see it. I don't want to see it. I don't see it.
0: Oh my God. I hate it when you, cause it's not like, it's not sexually pornographic, right, so but it is. But it is extremely <laughs> graphic in the sense that this is why I never became a doctor or a nurse or any medical profession because I'm yeah. skeeved out by even my own flesh. Like oh, I yeah.
1: don't, nope, 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 I nope.
0: I don't. Just don't even touch don't my God, like. I don't touch my skin. It's weird.
1: God, God, um, God bless you in medical school that are perfectly okay with cutting into a body yes. and say, "Ooh, that looks cool. Let's prod it yeah. with something."
0: Yeah. Good Again, God guys. bless you.
1: Not for me. Not my thing. Thank not you. my jam.
0: Thank you for helping me deliver my child. Yes. Um, but okay, so before we get to today's show, just a quick reminder that we are still doing a bonus episode. Um, Andy and I will be talking about when that's coming up. I still got to work through, I still need to work through the book a little bit, but um, we are still having our summer book club with the material studies. So make sure to go to relay.fm slash membership if you'd like more information on how to sign up to get into that feed where that will post. Um as for today's show. Andy, we already kind of talked about some things that Apple announced this week that's going to affect us positively, us Android users, Um, but things that might not affect us so well is, uh, well, Google, actually, this might affect us in a good way, Google folding to the French regulators, um, Hmm. as well as upcoming Pixel phone users, and... uh, Hint, hint. Hint, hint. And we're going to talk about cosplay. So that's coming up.
1: Finally, I can tax deduct that Jedi costume that right? I bought three years ago Yeah, I in was anticipation think, yeah. of this day. This episode of Material is brought to you by Pingdom from SolarWinds. If you have a website, what purpose does it serve? Whether it's driving people to your products, collecting sales leads for your company, or providing customer service with a contact form, when these critical transactions fail, you lose out on business. Not to mention the bad experience for your users. But there is a solution, transaction monitoring from Pingdom. Starting at just $10 a month, transaction monitoring runs checks 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and will alert you when cart checkout, forms, or login pages fail before they affect your customers and your business. Pingdom will notify you the moment there is a failure over SMS, email, or via your favorite apps like Slack, Ops Genie, and PagerDuty. Depending on what's being monitored or the severity of the outage, you can customize who's alerted and how they get the notification. Don't let your users discover a problem with your website. You should be the first to know. And it's super easy to get started. Just go to pingdom.com slash RelayFM right now for a 30-day free trial with no credit card required. Then, when you're ready to buy, use code MATERIAL at checkout to get a huge 30% off your first invoice. Our thanks to Pingdom from SolarWinds for their support of this show and all of Relay FM.
0: Well, well, well. Finally, somebody decides to talk about Stadia. And somebody decides to talk about Stadia on the device that it makes the most sense to be on. (laughs) And that is the Chromecast with Google TV. Yes, that dongle that comes in three cute little colors that went on sale late last year had originally promised us this future of Stadia on the TV (laughs) through this little dongle. But alas. It was nowhere it to made, be found it, until it, now.
1: It made too much sense that Google's own streaming game service would actually work on Google's uh, big new, uh, affordable, anybody can buy it streaming uh, streaming yeah, thingy. Yeah, so
0: affordable. I have three of them in my home, and now I have three chances to play Stadia. Yes. Um, not just me, by the way, but you're, also you're, the app. You're,
1: jou- you're welcome to, to play it too, listeners. That's not just yes. It's not just the Flow Ion Edition. <laughs>
0: Well, I was going to say, if you have a Xiaomi Mi Box, Ah, this will work for you too, which I did before I shoved it in a box, (laughs) Uh, as well as the Nvidia Shield, which... Better because hello and videos in the name, and a bunch of other Google TV slash Android TV devices. Um, the Stadia app can be installed now on incompatible devices via the Play Store on an experimental basis. So cross your fingers and hope it works because Google makes no provi- promises about what the performance will be like, which again is hilarious because this is a cloud based gaming service. Yeah. So there's just so. Much. Oh, I don't think I mentioned the date, by the way. June 23rd. Yes. Mark it in your calendars. June 23rd. Um, Stadia has also earned official support on iOS's progressive web app running inside Safari, which is kind of cool because Apple famously has rejected streaming game apps like Stadia from the App Store. They sort of <laughs> insist that every game that's streamable through such an app might as well be submitted individually through the app store. You know how much Apple likes its small garden.
1: They were saying explicitly that as long as you, if you got 500 titles, whether whether you're Microsoft, whether you're Sony, if you've got 500 titles available, you have to submit all 500 and they have to approve or reject each of those games individually. But they were making exceptions for like other like streaming game platforms. I'm getting
0: so angry as you (laughs) explain this to me. They're just just two
1: hippies in a garage. who want to change the world. I don't know why we're questioning that they're.
0: (laughs) Anyway. Yeah. So eight months ago, we were promised stadia on Chromecast with Google TV. It's finally coming June 23rd. Um, It's hard to tell if stadia is really going to move the needle anymore, considering all the bad press that, well, maybe you listeners haven't heard about what's been going on, but on Twitter and through some, Circles where personnel changes are often discussed. Stadia's um, had a bit of a... I want to use the hyperbole and say attrition
1: lately. Yeah. Uh, That's a... If if your name is Trish, you probably did have a bad experience as a product manager there. And you did decide to leave because you felt as though your work was not being appreciated or supported anyway.
0: Yeah. Um, Justin Uberti uh, just recently left. He was originally from the Duo team. Oh, somebody's going to yell at me for getting that wrong. Regardless, he was like the third person who exited Stadia in like a year. So...
1: They shut and they shut down an entire Canadian uh, game uh, game development plat- uh, company that they acquired specifically was, to create content for Stadia. So
0: that was the big one that that had happened several months back, and so yeah. that was the big one that made everybody worried about what's the future of Stadia. And the fact of the matter is, um, it's not looking good. <laughs> and i I get a little this is controversial as well. I get a little annoyed at all the Google graveyard jokes (laughs) because and I've said this probably before, it's just low hanging fruit. Well, like, like, it's just it's just a very easy way to just be like, well, that sucked. But it's like, but no, that's not really like why these things get, quote unquote, killed off. Um and with regards to Stadia, we're already making those jokes, and I think that that's just not a way to analyze <laughs> what's happening. I don't yeah. think that that's that's a productive way of analyzing what's happening here because um, this is not good.
1: Well, it's it's hard to uh, you got this is not that- good
0: for trust for why would I? I'm not spending sixty dollars on a Stadia game? Hell no. Right. I'm going to go spend $60 in the Nintendo Switch store where I already have two devices that I know is going to run this thing. Right, exactly. Um, and I'm going to own it in perpetuity as long as I own these devices because Nintendo, that's been their strategy since day one. Yeah. You don't own the Stadia game when you buy it. You just buy the right to play it yeah. through the cloud. And that's uh, it's hard to build trust on something yeah. like that.
1: Google doesn't have a great (laughs) reputation. They They have a reputation for cutting and running as soon as a new business or a new platform doesn't seem to make any sense to them anymore. And that's uh, what it
0: looks like to people. That's why there's so yeah. many graveyard jokes.
1: No, there's well, I mean, uh, even be, anybody who's any regulators who are listening who, who wonder that. Wow, what if <laughs> the thing is that Google, because it controls search and people's access to the internet, they 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 control search and they can control opinion of their own company. Well, again, Kate, maybe, but uh, the, the, let it be known that tonight when I googled uh, when I googled for Google Stadia, you know, there's there's a, always a box underneath whatever you search. searching. People also ask about that subject. The number one thing. Under the people also ask boxes, quote, is Stadia dead? (sighs) (laughs) So I'm not sure there are a lot of people It's like when you're trending
0: on Twitter and people are Googling. Yeah, exactly.
1: (laughs) (sighs) Any press is good, press bus.
0: (laughs) Well, I've got some um good news for Android users who have had trouble getting their people over to any of their Android video (laughs) apps. So one thing that got me really excited this week is Apple has announced that they are going to basically let you make FaceTime links the same way that you would create a room in a Zoom or Microsoft Teams. The idea is to kind of facilitate this more collaborative idea of Facebook. or Excuse me, Facebook. (laughs) Freudian slip. Um, This idea of FaceTime becoming this collaborative, you know, tool that people can use in the ios slash apple world but the good news is that it also means that i can finally join in on a facetime call with a bunch of my iphone friends yep. and they From don't Android. have to download a another kind of app to try and sync up with me they don't have to check in on an app that they don't usually use to sync up with me um i actually wrote a little bit about why this excites me a very little short article on giz this week and um a lot of the comments were some of the comments were well if people don't want to like come over to your messaging app like who cares then like whatever they'll get over it or like this isn't a problem for me and it's like that's great i'm happy for you but the fact (laughs) of the matter is that a lot of people have Um, iOS devices and a lot of people have MacBooks and so being able to just the fact that Apple is like opening this tiny bit and allowing other people to come sit in the room because that's effectively what it is it's just a screen door that's being left open (laughs) I am just this little feral cat I know that there's a nice bowl of warm milk inside of that room and so you'll allow me into that room to enjoy the warm milk but when I'm done I gotta get out of there and so this is the equivalent of that I appreciate that.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's it's better than nothing, but it's close to nothing. It's uh, this is not it's not a it's the, 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 realistic the, way of looking at it, yes. The, I am <laughs> I have to be disappointed because like you said, you can all all they've done is they've begrudgingly allowed iOS users to send a link to Windows and Android users that they can then clink click uh, and then through a web browser yes, <laughs> and then join an existing or, or a scheduled call. I can't initiate a FaceTime call from, uh, from my Android phone or True. anything else. So it's still, it, it has to be
0: initiated by, yeah. so like if my, if my bestie wants to do a FaceTime call with Mona, uh, my bestie is Mona's godmother, then she would have to send me a link and we kind of have to schedule it. But I'm not really bothered by that at this stage in my life because I can't do anything without scheduling. Like, do not call me.
1: Yeah, but the, this is
0: why I don't pick up Google Duos.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that anybody. Well, think, uses it. See, the, well, It's it, it's a bummer because for years and years and years with with uh, iMessage and FaceTime, it's been a bummer that. There's this. There's been this digital wall between some of your friends and some of your family yeah. and the rest of them. That you know that there's you know that there's a conversation group in your family that you're not part of simply because you you're you you do not have you don't have iMessage and I, you never. I'm and missing never out will. on
0: stuff because I don't have Facebook Messenger. Right. And I'm I'm aware of it, and it's yeah. it's something I've had to accept quite. Yeah. Frankly. But
1: but at, but at least Facebook Messenger is multi-platform. Apple uh, fam- uh, famously they got uh, as part of the uh, uh, the Epic suit. There's, of course, a lot of the documents, internal documents of Apple that uh, got discovered was a conversation inside Apple about, hey, why don't here's uh, what, what's our do we have any plans for putting iMessage on Android? And I think it was Craig Federighi, who's basically the head of, head of software VP, who said the only thing that we would get, the only thing the only result that would happen if we if we created an Android version of iMessage is that we would help <laughs> lots of family members buy Android devices instead of iPhones. We 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 like iMessage exactly where it is for for exactly that reason. And the fact that they put FaceTime on Android in such a, like I said, begrudging fashion, it really is. It it isn't to expand mm-hmm. Facebook and help help Facebook be FaceTime. Facebook. Me too, thank you. Help FaceTime be be a be a glue that helps communities and and families and friends to stay together. It is a way for them to take FaceTime and prevent people from leaking into uh, into. Multi-platform Google products, multi-platform Zoom products, multi-platform Facebook products. It's this very oh, very selfish Andy, act.
0: That's a really good point. And now I feel like I should have probably put that counterpoint in my little like happy article about it. But I I wrote it from a personal perspective of why that makes me happy and why I'm I'm I was excited for this feature. But you're very correct. Like this is total. This is just a business move to keep its customers happy.
1: No well again, not to keep them contained a lot of really the i don't think this is a cynical point of view, but so many of this two almost two hour long keynote the, the subtext of the entire event <sighs> yeah. was, "Hey, everybody, don't use third party products or services, use our products and services we will We will help you do this by." adding features that make our simple utilities much more complicated and less focused. If that means that you're absolutely not going to use this free Microsoft notes app uh, so that, so that you can actually be locked into our platform all the better. If it means that you're not going to use uh, yeah. another security product, that's why that makes things all the better for us. So it's just, See, it's this just, is it's why just I do this bummer. show
0: with you, Andy, you're keeping me, you're keeping me honest, but that's, that's a really great point. I mean,
1: that, 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 that's fine. Just to uh, I mean, before we move on, just like that's, that's all that, that really can cons- that, that, that for me the stakes aren't oh well apple's trying to <laughs> apple's acting like a two trillion dollar business that wants to make money of course they're entitled to do that my problem yeah. is that these again these messaging systems they do act as uh, again uh, artificial barriers of communication between people and with uh, mm. especially when uh, with iMessage at least sms will will make we'll get through it's okay we'll that I'm relay
0: the, it yeah i, I w- at least know if my friend liked or reacted <laughs> I'm,
1: I'm, i mean yeah exactly they'll see that they'll see what you said and they'll let's they'll, they'll see that flair that they add to it uh with facetime this is what you're hopefully going this is what people are defaulting to using when they want to have that crystal clear like wi-fi digital voice conversation and that's why, that why i couldn't get
0: people over on a duo even though i have all these smart displays in my yeah. house and that's why you know using Hangouts and WhatsApp. It's just like, it's not part of the routine, but FaceTime is part of the routine for my iPhone using friends. And so for me, that was something that, well, now I can at least accommodate them, but you're right that there's, but that's why we do this podcast to remind everybody of both sides. Um, and I guess speaking in that vein of Apple doing things to sort of maintain, uh, their stance in the hearts and minds of those who are (laughs) using their products. Um, Apple TV Plus is actually arriving on Android TV devices. Um, They're releasing a for-real version of the service for Android and Google TV. And it's just as good as the app on the Apple TV. But the difference is that uh, here they need an audience for those TV shows. So, of course, the best way to bring them in is by opening the sliding door with the warm milk inside their home.
1: (laughs) Yeah it it really is it really is that simple isn't it where i i downloaded the app for my uh for my google tv i've got the app on my shield tv in the living room and it really is exactly the same as the app experience that you get if you have an actual apple tv box and this is the difference where they they have to give you absolutely the uh, uh, equal equal standing uh, amongst all customers because in this case they they need to build an audience they can't just hmm. they, they can't get away with saying oh well if you ha- already have an apple device we will let you st- we, we have a we will we will give you like a, a a slim client you can install that will let you relay through the apple device through your google tv uh, through <laughs> you know through chromecast like no it's we're giving if you want to use the remote that's fine. please watch Ted Lasso. please please watch the shows that cost us a lot of money to produce and I know. We, and', our, and we're, I mean it's a great service, but it's still I don't they' they've delayed charging people for it because they're still on a building year. Ted, Ted Lasso is like one third of every line that Apple PR puts out about this service because it's the one actual thing where if you mention it like in the office, you will find other people who have actually heard of it and has, are actually watching it.
0: I know. I know all that. (laughs) (laughs) I still haven't watched it. I've got so much other good stuff that I'm working on right now. Yeah. Uh, Let's take a quick break. And when we come back, lots more news.
1: This episode of Material is brought to you by Instabug. Building mobile apps presents some challenges. Bugs, crashes, and performance issues can be a nightmare for developers. But what if you could not only detect all these issues, but understand the quality of your app from your user's point of view? Instabug's lightweight SDK grabs all the insights you need to build quality apps through comprehensive bug and crash reports, performance monitoring, and real-time user feedback, all in one SDK. With Instabug, you can continuously monitor and measure the performance of your app as perceived by your users. Engage with your users by letting them report issues and questions right from inside your app. Get all the information you need about bugs, crashes, and other issues, and fix those issues in record time, all with a focus on privacy and security. And you don't worry about the hassle of switching to a new tool. It only takes a minute to integrate Instabug into your app, and it fits right within your workflow with support for Jira, Slack, Trello, GitHub, Zendesk, or whatever you use to handle issues. Join over 25,000 top mobile developers around the world who use Instabug to ship high-quality apps. Go to try.instabug.com/material. That's try.instabug.com/material. Our thanks to Instabug for their support of this show and Relay FM.
0: Now, before we start this next little section, I, of course, have to do my diligence and say thank you, Andy, for reading through PDFs and all <laughs> these things. Um, for those of us who can't, won't, and don't have the willpower to <laughs> trudge through things, um, I just want you to know that I I ask that you be blessed every day because you take on this Labor, so thank you. Um, and Andy is the reason that we're talking about the fact that French regulators are accusing Google of abusing its market power to control the digital ad market and hurt news publishers. Uh, in yeah. addition to, in addition <laughs> it's actually to, on the,
1: their bumper stickers, go to the Google Google the Google Campus store.
0: Well, that well, Facebook had the bumper stickers first in their store. True. So because in on theirs it says "pivot to video" in quotes. Uh-huh. Uh, so in addition to the 270 million dollars in fines Google agreed to allow competing ad platforms to access some of the user and business metrics that Google's platform has developed as well as to end practices that give google's own services preferential treatment hmm yeah hmm. it's do we uh, think this is how it would play out here in the u.s uh,
1: maybe it's a, uh, it's uh, i mean the the, the the French antitrust regulators bought it so, and if they can show that this actually worked in France by the time that when the rubber meets the road, the United States, Google can say, well, the, uh, I don't, I don't think that, uh, I don't think that people are really uh, concerned about, uh, how, Our company has too much market power. I think it's that they could compete with us more effectively if they were running their ad business as well as we're running our ad business. And so for that reason, we will give you like our, we will let, we will let these, uh, these other uh, individuals know what our ad rates are. We will know like what, uh, what the velocity of certain traffic for certain topics and certain parts of the ad business are. And so that they can use those, use the same metrics that we are using so that whether, I don't know. I don't know how they plan to, to use this. Whether it's again an upstart ad network that's, let's say, an ad network specifically for outdoors people, uh, <laughs> or whether it's a, an individual publication that wants to sell its own ads uh, and bid for its own ads. One, part of part of what was going on here is that they were concerned
0: Maybe it's Apple trying to put its ads through. Well, mm-hmm
1: maybe so so yeah you know, see again i don't want to turn this to an ad and i already poked fun at apple last uh, last act but, yeah the only yeah.
0: reason i just side note the only reason i'm bringing it up is because i just want to explain that like it's it's happening it, it, it's a thing there's other companies coming through trying to push through ad networks trying to make money yeah. this way and google is very scared about that Let's, well yeah
1: as i mean as usual we saw we saw a lot of action in australia uh, yep. uh, ab- about that and as, in France as in Australia the demand that f- regulators take a look at Google and file the suit against them came from News Corp Rupert Murdoch's company and this is we're not talking about a scrappy young public scrappy little publication with a circulation that's of d- d- 40 50,000 locals and just talks about sewer variances and local news like no this is News Corp they they own they own the Fox Network. They own all this other stuff. They are a huge, huge business that wants to control more of its own business. And they can't do that so long as a company as big as Google can push it around. They don't like to be pushed around. And so they can. the only way they can push back is to arm, weaponize governments against their enemy, Google.
0: Well, as always, with these news things, it's always a wait-and-see approach, right? But um, ah, boy, 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 boy. So what do we think about, by the way, this folding Pixel phone?
1: Hmm.
0: Do we think this is going to happen?
1: It's starting to. It's starting to look pretty good. I don't know. It's like so. Uh, um, just by
0: the way, you and everybody else on Earth this week is making me feel bad for those Pixel Six renders because <laughs> I think that they're just bogus. And a bunch of people are like, "Oh, what are you talking about?" No, they have like cases that have leaked for them and stuff. And I'm like,
1: Yeah, well, that's that's rubbish. It's it's so cheap. It's so inexpensive to make a, make a case uh, that you yes, don't
0: AliExpress.com
1: yeah <laughs> Just go. I mean don't don't, don't I buy cases that.
0: all the time they're, they're mismatched for the phones right, exactly. <laughs> that I
1: own <laughs> but it's a, but it's kind of cool it, this isn't so the uh, this week we got a new report from a Korean uh, trade publication that uh, saying that Samsung is going to be manufacturing folding display panels for a number of phones in October that's when they're going to be manufacturing these panels mm. in October and the list includes they say they're going to be making one for Google and that's Which would be kind of interesting in and of itself, but it also, it's another thing atop of this increasing snowball of information about a perhaps imminent announcement, if not shipment, of a folding Pixel phone. Um, Last year, uh, Google filed a number of patents for folding phone designs, which is not, uh, uh, patents are always interesting. But they people patent companies patent lots of things without any whether or not they have a a plan to actually put them into production. Uh, However, uh, I think nine to five Google was doing its thing and uh, picking apart uh, the uh, an Android twelve developer release, and they found references to a bunch of upcoming phones, including things like oh well here's the five a references to something called the Pixel five a lots of things that you would sort of expect, but also a folding phone called the Passport. So. That would be an interesting, it would be very, very interesting if during the, at the October uh, Pixel event, they showed off not only a Pixel 6, but at least demonstrated, hey, we've got this folding phone and it would probably be about the same size as a Samsung. I don't know if it'd be more reliable than a Samsung folding phone. But my, I love, I love the idea of a folding phone because I love the idea of having a pocketable device that can be turning into, that can turn into like a, a pretty decent sized reader, pretty decent sized screen for whatever you want to present, however, I'm still worried about how much money are people willing to spend on such a thing. And is it is it the sort of thing where if I just happen to like you know uh, stub my stub my shin against the coffee table and it falls onto a tile floor, is that it for the thing? Like I, I'm at this point, phones are durable enough that I'm if it falls off a coffee table onto a tile floor, I am. sure that a modern phone will survive it if it's in any kind of a case not even like a specifically like a a rhino shell case I'm absolutely certain it's going to survive I can't spend $1,400 on a phone that has to be treated like a relic as opposed to a basic like daily carry tool I can't I have to have to be on some level I have to be able to treat a phone like my wallet or my keychain where yes, I know where they are, and yes, I'm not going to abuse them, but I'm not necessarily going to say, okay, I got to make sure that I can't put it in this pocket because it's sort of a muslin pocket. I need to like have a felt pocket to put it inside. And oh my god, I uh, when I was riding this bus, like I kind of like bumped against the seat next to me, and might hit the, the hip pocket. I got my phone in. Uh, that's that's a big ask for something that costs <laughs> that, that costs me about the same amount as a laptop or uh, or, <laughs> or, or or an Apple tablet.
0: I could see this I could see this materializing maybe I don't know
1: hmm.
0: I, I could see it materializing just because I know that the Android team has been working so hard on yeah. that you know d- different <sighs> yeah, another wait and see approach, I guess another yeah. wait and see approach i mean
1: we've been we've been kind of joking off and on for the past couple of years about about oh well, okay, clearly they're after they the after the pixel team got dressed down. a month before the release of the Pixel 4 and after the Pixel 5 turned out to be a very good job. Like, it was a fine like, okay, you moved I actually really like,
0: the more that I'm using the Pixel 5 now, like, I'm really liking it. Yeah. But um, then I go back to the OnePlus 9 and I I go to all that 12 gigs of RAM and I realize why these things are, like, packed with specs.
1: Yeah, it's... I mean, it was a very... It, 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 it was nothing to get you excited about. If, if you have a three-year-old phone that's still working and is still getting updates, it wouldn't get you excited about upgrading that year. Uh, whereas other phones, they're like, Oh my God, this is exactly why I haven't been buying a phone for the past couple of years. I was waiting for something that moved the needle this much. And so this, it would, if, uh, if all of, if all of our jokes turned out to be true that yes, it was a rebuilding year. They, they acquired the, 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 the mobile department of HTC and this would, this 2021 would probably be the first phone that was designed and conceived from the ground up with all this new, all these new hires. Maybe, or maybe I'm just looking to, <laughs> looking for evidence that we were right about something that we talked about two years ago.
0: Oh boy. Uh, let's take a quick break. And when we get back, we will talk about cosplayers.
1: Yay. I'll get up my long sword. Yay. Are we sure? Yeah. My, my, my wizard hat and my, okay. Let's take a break. Okay. This episode of material is brought to you by Parallel from Relay FM. If you like this show, there's a good chance you'll like Parallel. Accessibility in tech has come a long way in the past few years. Operating systems can speak, display high contrast text, and support alternative ways to touch the screen or move around it. And big players in the tech space now speak regularly about their access efforts. But are those efforts and all that software any good? Hosted by journalist and accessibility expert Shelly Brisbane, Parallel is a tech podcast with accessibility sprinkles. Shelley and her guests put accessibility into a larger context. Sometimes it's about devices and software. Sometimes it's about living in a world that's powered by more tech every day. Accessibility is the icing on the cake. Some really great episodes include How the iPhone's LiDAR sensor will revolutionize accessibility. A newbie's guide to productivity. Navigating the Zoom-based world when you're blind. Expert takes on what's new in Android. Join Shelley Brisbane and her guests at relay.fm slash parallel or search for Parallel wherever you get your podcasts. So before we go on to our last topic, have have you ever done like cosplay or like even like Halloween, like the like big, complicated, like heroic costumes?
0: Actually, yes. I wish that I could have done a little bit more of it, though.
1: <laughs> I'm with you. I've done I've done cosplay once and it was almost like an incidental cosplay. I've got a second one that the co- I've, I have the entire costume together. But I haven't had a chance to wear it because everything got canceled last year. So the first the and I've got an idea for a third that I'd like to do, but it's gonna be complicated. But I see I'm totally with you that if I do a cosplay is going to be like where not many people would get it, but the people who get it would be like, Oh my god, that's the greatest costume ever. So I have So uh, I I love taking pictures at 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 comic cons, and I realized that by buying only a couple of special, a a couple of extra things, I could do a Bill Cunningham cosplay. Bill Bill the fashion the street fashion photographer from the New York Times, subject Mm -hmm. of that wonderful documentary, and nobody got it. Which is fine. I, I mean, I had the Tanchinos. I had like the. the it's blues, a ri- the that's, a really, the blue- that's exactly. a really niche. That's a really niche. That's what. Well, again, see, this is this is the sort of wimpy cosplay that you might do like for for the first time to sort. of, It's like that little heart tattoo you get for your first tattoo because you kind of like don't want it. Then, the, then once you've done it done it once, you're used to the temperature of the water. So I have a mm-hmm. I have a second costume that's all together. It's uh remember on the Electric Company, Paul Benedict played the the Mad Painter. He would like this guy with a paintbrush. Would like paint numbers on things. See Let's exactly. See. If you, but the electric. If you, if you were of a certain age, or if you're a fan of the electric company, you would recognize this character immediately. So I have.
0: Oh, but I would maybe confuse you for Clockwork Orange. <laughs>
1: No, no, no. Okay, a bowler <laughs> hat, but I've got like striped shirt. I've got like yes. a painter smock with like yes. paint all over it, which I had to like distress with paint I know who, I know who this is. It. Yep.
0: I know who this is.
1: Yes, so that so that that's like all ready to go. I I don't know if I'm gonna, the problem. Oh, with that's doing, a good costume. The problem with me doing a doing a cosplay is that it would hamper my being able to take pictures, which is yes. what I enjoy. Which is why the third the the first the first one was such a good idea. It gave me the idea of cosplays based on photographers who are in movies. And so the third idea that I had that I haven't done yet because I could only do it if I did it all the way and it would be very complicated. You know, uh, Dennis Hopper's uh, a freelance for, uh, uh, field photographer character in Apocalypse Now.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. I did he comes watch out of the that jungle. in college. He's got,
1: like, he's got like four or five <laughs> different cameras around him and he's got these all this hippie gear. Like, hey, man, if, what are they going to say about a man that he was a good man, that he was a brave man? And so I could I could have a camera. One of these one of the cameras would be like my real camera so I could still take pictures and maybe once every hour and a half someone would recognize what this character is and not think, oh, well, he's actually a middle aged, burned out, filthy hippie who just happened to be able to afford a ticket to Comic Con. So that's, that's, that's what I'm talking about with, 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 with cosplay. It's, it's an, it's an interesting, I I love, I love the community of cosplayers. I've got to uh, being a photographer. I've got to know like a lot of them. So this is why I put this story in because I started uh, obviously a lot of my Instagrams and my Reddit subgroups I'm I'm, uh, subscribed to involve cosplay. Suddenly I suddenly see all of these women who are uh, cosplaying as this character I've never heard of called Sam Samsung. And it's just a woman in, like, a Samsung, like, polo shirt. Like, if they worked at the Samsung store or whatever. And they've got, like, this anime pixie haircut. And maybe if they're doing photo editing, they've got, like, anime eyes. And all I could think of is, as, before I started seeing what the hell is this all about, all I could think of is that this is some sort of a, like, gorilla uh, uh a viral marketing campaign for Samsung where they approached lots of cosplayers who were who had like internet presence and say, we'll give you a thousand dollars for a sponsored post if you dress up as this as this character we're calling Sam Samsung.
0: But it doesn't say sponsored on their posts. And yeah, that, that they're by the weird. way, they're all dressed up as attendants at like if you go to a Samsung event and you can try out the devices, that's what they no. look like to me. They're wearing the same outfits, except they have these eyes. That are very big, because the character right. when it's animated, um, as Andy said, they have quote unquote anime eyes. But in real life, to do that, you have to put like white on your waterline. You do a lot of like overdrawing, and then you right. like paint that in to basically make your eyes look like these big, wide anime eyes, quote unquote. Um, and Andy, the ones that you posted are some of them are a little creepy. Some of them are like yeah. there's this one, there's this one chick on here. Um, by the way, it's worth mentioning that a lot of them are, uh, overseas cosplayers. Right. I am curious if this is some sort of part of some sort of like global, like social media marketing campaign. That's what I'm sort of trying to get at.
1: This is what I was trying to figure out. The supposedly the, the only reference that I've found to this online has been, uh, there was a uh, post on comicbook.com that kind of went into some detail about it. Uh, that They're saying that uh, a company, even their even their coverage is kind of sketchy, and they admit this. Like a company known as Lifefarm Studios quickly caught the attention of fans when they unveiled a series of designs for a potentially new virtual assistant for Samsung Galaxy products that could replace Bixby. Called Sam, Uh, although there had been no official announcement on the matter, and Light Farm Studios themselves deleted the post sharing the designs. They were up long enough to spark fans with all sorts of new ideas. It was especially prominent among anime fans due to this new assistance anime-like designs. So maybe was, uh, I mean, this could be genuine, but it's just weird that something so esoteric that would find so much attention. Like a, no, on, on, it's on Twitter. not, because yeah. this is
0: totally Samsung's M.O. To, they, they have a, a whole section devoted to Samsung fans at their keynotes, or at least they did before COVID. And so I feel like this is very much in line with how they want to reach out to people. They like to have fans because yeah. that's, you know, Apple has fans. Google has fans. Samsung has fans. And in this way, they kind of get into this like, this, uh, oh, what's it called? The subgenre?
1: By hashtag uh, waifu. Y- W-A-I. uh, what does waifu I've mean se- again? I don't know. I've seen it lots of, I don't know if it's a naughty so thing. So it's or a term it's for a
0: fictional character, usually in anime or related media, that someone has great and sometimes romantic affection for. And yes, usually associated in uh It's not like a, it's not a bad word. Hmm. I'm, I'm always that, very
1: careful when it comes to anime stuff because I might I yeah. might think oh that's a, that's a cute little animal and then I find out oh no actually this is a soul ripper that like no 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 okay well I'm that's sorry. fair I, I but no wa-
0: waifu is just a wife or husband it's just like calling somebody baby which is oh, why okay. it can be used I mean you also see hey honey on like a <laughs> anyway <laughs> sorry but yes it com- also comes from the term waifu pillow which okay, is those giant pillows with the anime characters on them, which full disclosure, my husband had like two of them by the time we started dating because one of our friends worked uh, for a big anime publishing company. But
1: <laughs> I saw, I, I've, I, I saw that episode of 30 rock in which one of Kate, uh, one of Liz Lemon's boyfriends had a waifu pillow. So I know exactly what that is, but yeah, so that's- they're
0: very comfortable.
1: <laughs> Again, it's the, the pillow's fine again.
0: It's the exact same thing, by the way, as a pregnancy pillow, except it just has like an anime character split on it.
1: To like help you sleep. I'm not here to judge. I'm not here to shame. If whatever whatever literally gets you through the night, it's all right. It's all right. <sighs> But yeah, so yeah. so, now, so now I've got like the so the, the original art files are yeah they do they do look like what you'd find like in promotional renders, but it could also be uh, oftentimes uh, some uh, some bloggers and some some bloggers will get really really excited about oh my god here's a leaked picture of what the new what yeah, the new packaging for and it turns out it's a design student who made a absolutely gorgeous photo perfect model of uh, of I don't know like let's say. Uh, the Pixel Six, and based on this render, decided to design the packaging for it either as a as, as a as a class assignment or uh, just as a as, as a portfolio piece. So this could be just a portfolio piece that got out of hand with bored people on Twitter. And one, and one one thing I do know about cosplayers is that they're very, very motivated. They're very, very creative. They're very inventive. And they have closets full of stuff. So it's very possible hmm. that when they saw lots of people or enough people posting like their own versions of it, they said, OK, well, actually, I got this polo shirt that'll kind of work. I can easily I got I can use my cricket cutter to make a version of the Samsung logo to put over that pocket. Yep. I got a wig that will lurk that way. And I definitely have the makeup kit to do my eyes that way.
0: This is literally by the way a new thing. You can look up the tag on Instagram, probably and find it. It's um Sam cosplay, one word. Yeah. Yeah. It's, if you look at the let's see. Oh my. Oh yeah. Yeah. 3292 posts. It's a thing. Wow. I'll have to look more into this. Some of them I just by the way, don't don't view this at work. The tag.
1: Some yeah, of exactly. them
0: are very, oh waifu. Okay, you know, yeah. like
1: <laughs> again. This is, this is this is why I don't.
0: <laughs> anyway, all right. I'm gonna put the filter back on. Hey, um.
1: So that, thanks for so bringing that's, it up, Andy. So that so that's two things that's that, I, that I googled in relation to this one that makes me have to go into my my, my account settings and say please remove all pl- please remove all knowledge of these two searches. I I assure you they have nothing to do, no relevance with any. Uh, future content on YouTube that or Google that you would want to serve me.
0: Well, unfortunately, Andy, it's time for us to go to bed because <laughs> literally we're doing this show at night. It's late for both of us. I have to go to bed earlier these days because my child likes to get up and hang out with me in the morning. Now, <laughs> sorry,
1: <laughs> God, God, what, what toddlers are so clingy.
0: Look, listen, I was trying to wake up earlier than everybody so I I could have some time to myself. And then she apparently caught on and like she was so happy this morning to be hanging out with me. So anyway, listen, I love the child. That's
1: lovely. Right. Exactly. But but it does mean you it does mean you got to you, you, it does mean you're not going to be watching Johnny Carson, let alone Letterman afterward. Yes.
0: Yeah, it's true. Um, I do like to watch my stories in the morning when I'm making my coffee. Uh, That said, if you need to get in touch with us, you can always go to relay.fm slash material. That is our official website. If you want to send us a note or you want to find out our social media information um, and links to our websites, you can also go to, as we mentioned, relay.fm slash membership. If you'd like to hear about um, read about becoming a member of the podcast network and you get a bunch of perks Add free content,
1: and like I'm not I'm not promising this, but let's say that there's like uh, like a, a a starship lifeboat that I have the keys to because the planet is doomed. Obviously, friends and family get the first shot. Flo, of course, you and your family are invited mm-hmm. aboard. Mm-hmm. But let's but once I have like if I have like another forty or fifty seats left, you gotta thank my first choice. Of like people that I don't already know personally are going to be amongst people who are supporting the podcast. That's not a exactly. threat to anybody who doesn't choose to do so. That's a million reasons for you not to, and that's fine. I'm just saying that you would be higher up in that line of people. Not that you're not that all lives aren't worth saving. I'm just saying that we, as as members, we would have your contact information probably.
0: Very know. true. Very true. Um, it's like having a big red button that you can just push, and we'll find you anywhere you are. So think about using. Okay, we, that. We, we won't
1: be tracking you. We should also stress. No, we're not. We're not tracking anybody.
0: Exactly. Yeah, yeah, we're. Mm, 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 mm. All right, we, we, we should don't, probably we close don't, this we out. Don't e- we, we don't we even, do even know how those deeper. invisible
1: pixels work in mailing lists. I mean, pff, well, I mean, we were as mad as you are about that. Anyway.
0: If you want to send us an email about this ending, you can at materialpodcast at gmail.com. We have also got a Twitter page at Material Podcast. Um, Or you could just tweet me and Andy individually at a notco. That's Andy's last name mm-hmm. at oh, that flow. That's my handle. Andy, are you doing radio this week?
1: Yes, I'm on Friday at one. You can go to wgbhnews.org to stream it either live or to or stream it a little bit later on. Usually they post it uh, the post show online uh, about 3 or 4 hours later i'm going to be talking about lots of legal stuff this is this is why i was so hip to lots of stuff that i had to get out of pdfs this week because
0: understandable uh,
1: at least at least there are park benches in my neighborhood where i can say okay well at least i've got a cool soothing beverage that i <laughs> and i'm here sit, at least i'm sitting outside <sighs> while i'm reading be it said whereas, and herefore, complaining that let's well, define what is google google is defined as
0: <laughs> right I think what you need to do, Andy, is find yourself some law school students who need a study buddy and just go <laughs> hang out with them and, and steal their yogurt snacks. Ooh. I'm sure they all sn- share snacks.
1: It's been a while since I've had a good go
0: Hmm. So much sugar in those things. Um, as for me, I just reviewed the Amazon Echo Show 8 that is up at gizmodo.com if you're curious about what I think about that little a powered smart speaker i can't say the name i know know it sounds bad the way
1: i put it right Uh, we're definitely leaving that in by the way
0: (laughs) um before we go i also just want to remind everybody that tomorrow night is a new moon thursday night so get it out of your system if the energy is feeling wild it's if, if if
1: you've been looking for a socially palatable excuse to go into the woods get damn naked and just dance around no the one could really moon. blame you you could get arrested but no one it's could a solar blame eclipse
0: you. tomorrow night it's a solar eclipse there you go yeah so uh check that out Ten 52. doesn't say doesn't say what time zone but i'm sure you could google that anyway thanks everybody for listening um thank you jim for editing our podcast uh thank you andy for putting our notes together every week <laughs> and um thank you all for listening in and being here another week we love you and we'll be back next week
1: say hello to the goat headed one on our behalf put in a good word for us we could use it bye-bye